Hello and welcome to the Food Thirds Podcast as we take an in-depth look at the lower leagues of Scottish football. Muzz is flying solo with me tonight. Muzz, how are you? Yeah, good. Again, just like trying to get my nut around all the action last night. and Unbelievable scene Aye. across Scottish football. Uh, Who the fuck the most boring part of the night would be the Scottish Championship playoff? Uh, but unbelievable what, what kind of occurred last night. So... What we're doing this week before we get into it, two episodes, one in League One, one in League Two, um, so we can get into the nitty-gritty of each league rather than trying to cram them into the same episode. This is the League Two one, so if you're interested, check out the League One episode because that was unbelievable last night. Uh, we speak about it in the episode, most, but phenomenal what, what occurred. Yeah, unreal. Um, like you said, we if you'd written it, you would have thought it was staged, um, the, the, what happened. And I think like League Two, the playoffs... Uh, situation ran it quite close quite a, a bit of a mirror image because you had a, a team that was already a winner and then you mm-hmm. had um, a number of teams uh, and all these different possibilities ah, scary so and also we'll touch on it very briefly but um, fans of Elgin Stranraer and Edinburgh City might want to check out the um, League One as well because we speak about Dumbarton Clyde and obviously the if, Dun- if Clyde win, it's Dumbarton to play. If Clyde lose or draw, then they play Clyde in the playoff on Saturday. So it might be worth um, those fans checking that out. So as always, if you could like the video and subscribe to the channel, that would help us massively. If you prefer listening to watching, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that good stuff there. Muzz, we will start um, just by rounding off the bottom half. Um, who'd have thought Albion Rovers best of the rest? Well, second best of the rest. Well, James, aye. Sorry. J- James's, James's boys. Aye. James's boys uh, doing him proud. Doing you proud. Well, doing us, doing us proud. <laughs> More. Because they, they threatened to be uh, dragged into that area that uh, that James um, predicted them uh, after mid- midway, well, sort of during the time Irons stepped away. They were on a wee bit of a mm-hmm. downturn. Massive win for Swift going in there, isn't it? Just kind of sets him up nicely for next season. He's got his first win under his belt, and some Aye. clubs higher up the pyramid, Celtic, could do with maybe looking at that example of getting a new manager in to give him the summer to prepare and see the players before, and let's say get that first win out of the way. Yeah, exactly. It's going to give him a, a full pre-season under his belt with him and everything like that, and like you say, a nice wee tidy way to, to finish the season. Um, best of the rest. Uh, not where they wanted to be, but by no do no fault of the of the new Fun. man uh, um, coming in. So we, we yeah, they're, they're only on, going to look forward. We weren't on last week, um, but probably need to touch on like the ongoing investigation. Talking about Steny and Albion, obviously with the alleged uh, comments made by the Steny Smear player to Cox, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a, it's a shame for Cox if it, if it has been said because he's been a solid pro, hasn't he? Like through the years. Um, Remember him well, it kind of fought for, for, but done a job for a number of teams. So, yeah, and he's had and it. He's I had think it. his mind's made up. It'd be good if he could get back to, it. even if he played kind of juniors or lowland league or something, just to get the enjoyment out of it, as opposed to in, in the professional league. Yeah, and he's he's done so well too. I think he's he's been in and out of the game, and because of the issues he's had, and he's done so well to to maintain like playing. Um, and it's a let's not forget it's. It's a it's a pretty like it's a aggressive environment sometimes lower mm-hmm. leagues of Scottish football. Uh, there's a lot of aggro. There's a lot of pent up 
uh, tense guys that are, you know, sometimes need to just rein it in a bit and get a grip of themselves because it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's it's a game. It's at the end of the day, it's important, but um, and you you want to, you want you want that intensity for, you know, events like yesterday and mm-hmm. um, the playoffs in League One as well. Uh, sorry, playoffs in League Two and League One. Yeah, you, you do you do want that intensity. You want that cutting edge, but there's a line, you know. And if if what's been said has been said, especially knowing fine well all that he's been through, it's a real cheap shot and it's it's really low and it, it needs to be dealt with kudos to Steny for like they've referred it to this if a compliance officer as well i think so they've been as transparent as they possibly can rather than try to do an internal investigation fair play to them they've passed it on to the relevant yeah. people to try and deal with so we yeah. will we'll see what happens but eventful for swift having to go in because that was his first game that it happened i think and then but they've managed to put that to bed like we say good win for them last night against Brecon, who I think Brecon rested a couple, didn't they? Um, saw an interview with Jerry McCabe. Uh, they just said they were trying to get minutes for boys that hadn't played that much and also rest boys that had maybe played too much. Um, but Kelty are looking decent, aren't they? Yeah. They're coming I for them, not, aren't they? They're coming for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Club 42. How many penalties they got last night? Kelty. Aye. Aye, that missed two. And then missed two. And Higginbotham stepped lucky. back up, I think. Aye. But I think they were... They were well, uh, well, good value for the win anyway, and um, they would have liked that couple of penalties to give it an extra, an extra cushion because mm-hmm. rule brought out yet, but I mean that is a convincing result uh, up there. Up there, um, and yeah, Brecon, Brecon will not be looking forward to playing them if it is Kelty because um, they're going to be, they're going to be right up and at them with a, a squad that is as good as any in that league, probably outside. Queen's Park, arguably. Oh, aye. There's, I um, think the squad they've got there now, top half League One. Nathan Austin aye. has turned up for the couple of games he was back. Like, aye, unbelievable. Like, yeah. Uh, and just Eastern. Uh, Even Jameson's been about good keeper. Like, yeah. I think they yeah. get mid, mid-table uh, League One. Easy, that squad. Um, yeah. And so it's a... They're, don't They're get me wrong. Massively I think, up against it. I think there's nine chairmen hoping that Brecon somehow did the impossible because, see, if I was staying in League Two, I wouldn't fancy playing Kelty next year because they're going to go for it. Like you spoke about it in League One, didn't you? You fancy Kelty if and when they come up to have a right good go at League Two next year. Yeah, I think they'll. I predict they'll do a cove and just go straight up. Um, no, whether it's via whether it's via whether it's via playoff or directly, I think they could easily directly um, go up. Um, so I think the top half is going to look quite similar next year. I think it's going to be tight, um, and I think they might. I think Ke- you could see Kelty being almost a runaway winner again, and the rest of those teams with Forfar and whoever it's going to be, Clyde the Martin um, slugging out. But um, breaking, yeah, I, I, I fear for them. They've got a chance, and obviously you fancy Kelty if they come up to have a right good run at League Two. If well, we know Queens Park are going up. You see them doing similar in League One, kind of. Stalking and going again. Yeah, just purely because they can afford to yeah. reinvest and build on the, the squad they've already got. I mean, I think at the start of the, the start of the early days of the podcast earlier this season, we were we were tipping them as lower league championship squad on paper. Yeah. Um, so I think if, even if they just went up with the squad they've got now, they'll be they'll be a, making a good fist of it. But if they can again build on that. Um, under the guidance of Leon Dempster as well, and um, Ray McKinnon already has got experience of having a team 
um, have a good squad in that league and having them up, up in, in about the top. Um, I think things would look things are looking good for them, and in a similar way to Cove, I think they'll go straight up and bother the top. And talking to Queen's Park, they did not make themselves any friends at, in Stirling last night, anyway, um, or uh, last night as we record. So as we spoke about um, prior to the, to the games kicking off, uh, we'd kind of put it on Twitter and similar to what we'd done with the League One of the kind of the permutations and things like that. So. Basically, Stirling Albion needed Stranraer and Elgin both to lose. Uh, a point for both would have been enough to see them into the playoffs. And there was one stage, actually, where I think they were both drawn. Um, and the Stranraer, Elgin and Stirling all had 36 points. They all had a goal difference of 10. And Stirling Albion would have missed out on the playoffs by having scored two goals less or something. So yeah. you'd almost rather lose out by a couple of points and a couple of goals. I. It's a very good point. Yeah, you'd rather probably do it that way, do it properly than just agonising like that. Um, but yeah, there, there'll be no love lost there between Sterling and Queen's Park, especially after the antics of the Queen's but, Park admin among, among many other things. Um, they'll, they'll, you know, there'll be all sorts of things like them chucking it um, when they heard this Bernard score and stuff like that to keep Sterling at bay. But uh, I don't know. I don't. Know if Queen's Park of again, they, you know, to, to be the fact that it was 3 2 exactly the same as the Partick Montrose yep, game. Yep. Um, and they, they were fought their way back, you know, they got to 2 1 and then it went 3 1. If they're going to chuck it, they would have chucked it at 3 1, but they gave mm -hmm. it they gave it a bash and got a, a late goal to, to make it 3 2 and, and run out the way. So. Whereas team did they like Doyle played Kilday, yeah. Lyon, Gillespie, and Galt. Kudarisa and McHugh, I think. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. So again, they were taking that game uh, seriously. There's nothing to suggest otherwise. And kind of like Partick, they had earned the right to rotate if they wanted to. Like they did leave the likes of Robson and things on the bench, but they've earned the right to to it's a 22 game season. They can jump change. They don't know anybody anything. Um, disappointing for Sterling though to miss out, um, given the where they were at the restart. Um, and from speaking to a couple of fans on Twitter. Seen the home form's kind of the bone of contention. We were just speaking about it there, actually. One win in the last six at home. Yeah. And, and that includes games uh, against like Albion Rovers, etc. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's that's you can attribute that to I think to their downfall quite quite a lot. Um they, they started that playoffs, you know, the top six campaign uh pretty well with a away win to Edinburgh City, and you thought right. Um, this is them going to going to go for it and consolidate their playoff place, but um, yeah, big problems up at Elgin. They they got beaten well. They got beaten at home to Queens Park. Mm -hmm. um, that was going to be the one that was maybe going to be the gimme for them. But I think the the killer blow was obviously just not not getting it over the line against Stranraer. Um, Aye, and on they, they, earlier this week. Similarities and, with the. The friends down the road, Falkirk, you know, the bad, bad run from a position of relative strength and also injuries as well. Because I know Andy Ryan obviously went off. Um, although that, I think that was only up in Elgin, wasn't it? So that's only a couple of games that he's missed um, at the back end of the season. But they'll be disappointed, yeah. I think. He did miss the he did miss the home game against Stranraer as well. Um, yeah, Elgin, uh, Elgin Stranraer. And yeah, I mean Stranraer, they, they went ahead in the, th the 89th minute and. 
Burns just got a last minute winner there to give the to give Sterling Albion a, a lifeline, but it was nearly it was nearly just about over there. So I they've just fallen short. Um and I've not seen a lot of Sterling Albion and I've not seen certainly in the flesh this season. So um it would be you know difficult for me to pinpoint why. Um but when you look at their squad and you know the the the, the, the amount of time and, and money their staff have invested, um, the data analysis thing they're doing, um, you know, the, there's there's no shortage of effort there and there's no shortage of like plan, um, but it's they, they've still fallen short to some of these these teams who. I've um, I've spoke about it before. Do you think fourth banks like we rated it when we rated the grounds? Um, shameless plug. If you've not seen that, go back and check that episode out. So we rated all the grounds in like two, and obviously fourth bank came out as the highest, and the, the surface was one of the main kind of contributing factors to that. Teams, do they enjoy going there and playing? Like obviously the surface is decent. Like, it's a decent set. They've got the servers and things. Now I'm sure as a player, you'd look at it and you'd rather go and play at fourth bank than you would at at Cowden Beef, uh, Albion Rover, so or even a hike up to Elgin, you know, Stirling's relatively central, good facilities, good pitch. Could that be a, a slight factor in why they struggle at home? Is it other teams actually like going and playing there? Depends. Um, you could look at it two ways. You could look at it like Stranraer, who, by the way, can play a good bit of football, especially around the Aye. box in the last third. Done. But are also, they can also adapt to you know, Stair Park's quite a, the surfaces can, can be sticky, can be boggy. Um, it's quite a small pitch. Um, so there's teams that like, there's teams that are at home in a scrap that can sit in, that have got a system, got maybe two banks of four, um, that maybe when they go to these expansive pitches, they're still trying to implement their kind uh, of the style. Kind of I think one maybe, I think Aye, but, but that being said, it's almost like that's quite fail-safe as well, that you can do that You can do that in any pitch as long as you've, you're well-drilled and you've got mm-hmm. um, a system and you're playing to, playing to your strengths, you can bring that anywhere. So probably, yeah, I would, you know, teams certainly. I mean, who who is it that beat Sterling Albion recently um, at home? Quite, was it? Uh, Sterling. Yeah, by, was it not, did he not get beat by... A couple of goals at home recently. Uh, Queens no, in the last home games. No, was... Aye, Queens Park. They they beat Cowden Beef by a fair few away, but at home. I was getting muddled. That sorry, I was getting muddled with Stranraer, who um, Elgin City beat them at, at home. Aye. But, but yeah, yeah, like team, teams like teams like Elgin and Queens Park, Edinburgh City, who can play football, definitely they're going to go to Fourth Bank and such as the quality of the pitch and everything like that. It's, it could you could see it as a leveler, definitely. They did well to get Andy Ryan and Banners tied up, didn't they? They got the four boys signed up. I'm sure it was Leach, Banner, Ryan. There's one other. I can't remember off the top of my head just now. Um, is it did he? Maybe. Uh, tied up early doors. But it's interesting, wasn't it? Because when they came back, they had a good run still in. Um, albeit against maybe the majority of teams in the lower half of the table. And the management team got new deals, didn't they? And then from there, the form kind of started to dip a wee bit. Not saying they're related, but that obviously coincided with playing maybe teams in the top half as well. But mm-hmm. the pressure will be on them next year, won't it, to get players? Yeah, because I mean, I think that they're already. We know how much uh, investment and time and 
probably money they're putting into recruitment as well and, and constant planning for next. So they're probably they were probably already planning for next season. If I mean I don't blame them if they were doing this, because you can understand why it's possible they were planning for um potential life in League One as well. Yeah. Um so yeah, they're always so that that's going to benefit them because certainly tying down those contracts, that's planning ahead. Uh, and they're going to have signing targets lined up. So, and they've obviously got a bit of uh, financial backing, um, and or there's finances well, there to, to yeah. fund wages. So, you'd like to think that they're going to put this season behind them. And, and yeah, the pressure is probably only only notched up. And mm-hmm. Kelty Hart's coming up. It's not going. It's not really going to be a good enough down. excuse again, is right. it? And they'll need Just to because use there's this. another team with money in there. They'll need to use this kind of pain to to kind of motivate them next year. But probably overachievers of the season, Elgin. I didn't have them in the playoffs, to be fair, but they've actually got third. Two goals away from second, albeit a goal away from fourth, but they've got playoffs. What yeah. a job Price funny, has done up there. Yeah, f- funny team, like, because they came... They came had in some houndings the, in there as well, to be fair. Aye, they, came, they came in off the off the COVID break um, in terrible form. And then I got just, these 5-2 at home off Albion Rovers. 2-0 off Spenny, 1-0 off Cowden Beef, all in a row. And then at the flick of a switch, they started just laying waste to teams. Aye, they put four like, away left, right and centre. Um, so just bizarre stuff, but um, must be entertaining to be an Elgin fan right now. And uh, fair play to them, Elgin Edinburgh, what a, what a tie that is for Ian them. Ian Hester with a hatty last night. We had chick for Hester, aren't we all? Aye, yeah. Yep. How do you see that going? Because yeah. Edinburgh have been decent, haven't they, under Naismith? Um, and obviously, with them securing second, let's say, by two goals, they're up, they're up in Elgin first on Saturday, then it's obviously yeah. down in, in Edinburgh on the Tuesday. How do you see that one? Do you know what? Do you know what that, that fixture is going to be for me? It's going to be Edinburgh City are going to win 3 2 at home, and Elgin are going to win 3 2 at home, and it's going to go uh, like penalties or something because it's just, I think it's just going to be a goal fest. Uh, every every man for himself just flinging it at each other, and I think it's gonna. I think it might that might be the type of fixture that's just gonna have to come down to penalties or a or a last minute something because different two teams just gunning for it. Both one twelve drawn two lost eight. Like you said, very similar goal difference. I, can I can't see really separate Edinburgh them. City winning that. I can't, are you know? Right. I don't know why. I, I do not know why. And on, on the form. They've only won one of the last five Edinburgh City, uh, whereas Elgin have won three of the last five. And Elgin fans will probably thank me for this because I've been writing them off. All, not writing them off, but maybe underrating them all season. I just think Edinburgh have got a lot of experience in the dugout and then um, on the pitch that Elgin maybe don't have. Um, and I think Elgin need to run out of steam at some stage with all these games and all the travelling. Um, I can I can see Edinburgh City kind of... I can see them winning that, to be honest. Um Relatively comfortable. I don't know why. I do not know why. But like you say, you cannot split them on paper. Like you say, 12, 2 and 8 and wins, draws, losses. Edinburgh City scored 40, conceded 27. Elgin scored 39, conceded 28. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. How do you see Strunrar? I suppose we'll need to, I'll need to ask you this twice. So say it's Clyde. How do you see Strunrar getting on? Well, I think you'll get some Strunrar fans supporting East Fife tomorrow night um, in the hope that they can they can bring Clyde down into that playoff because then the playoffs straight away on Saturday 
Stranara facing a Clyde team um, well, who are just off the is, back eh? of playing. Having said that, the, the teams are quite are getting quite uh, sort of match fit to this system of playing it's, two, three games a week. I think it would be and, psychological though because the Clyde boys would have to deal with the fact they were in the playoffs, wouldn't they? Like they would, yeah, they would yeah. So 36 they to, hours or something to get their heads around it mentally as well as physically getting themselves to Stranara for a, for a yeah. kick-off. And not only that, I think as a as a matchup, I think Stranraer would take Clyde over two legs, but Dumbarton, I think, would be a much Stinky. difficult, more more difficult contest, a much closer one to call. So, um, I think Stranraer are capable of beating either of them uh, over two legs, but I think the preferred option, if I'm a Stranraer fan or player or manager, whoever might be Clyde, with all respect to Clyde, because I know they're going to give them a game as well, but if you had the choice. So, so we'll be back before the final of the final legs. Um, so your predictions for who will be meeting in that final of Stranraer and I'll just I'll go, in it. I'll, I'll go Elgin then. Um, but I don't think it's going to be, I don't think any team will win at a canter. That's, a diff, that's maybe the difference. I'm, I'm close in terms of like, I can't call him, but I get, you've got this hunch that Edinburgh City will win at a canter. I don't see that, but I'm willing to be, uh, as always, willing to be proven wrong. The, the, the players will know about Aston Rar Elgin final. <laughs> that that, that uh, journey, like th- three days apart or something, is absolutely disgusting, isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know. See, if you if it's two legs, if you win, it's fair. If you meet in the middle, it's fair. I'm not having Just that. meet in the middle uh, and play at Sterling. Eh? Uh, aye, good point. Um, so just to, just to kind of round off that season and disappointing, like we spoke about, kind of for Steny, we will look back over our predictions and how they've kind of panned out. Um, and obviously there's no dates in yet for Brecon against Kelty, but you think, like we said, you think Brecon might struggle with it? I think so, yeah, I think, I think so. I think Kelly will be too, too much for Club 42 and they're going to, they're going to struggle. Um, and But I don't, I don't buy this thing that Brecon are going to disappear into football in no man's land we, we talked about it last uh, podcast I think mm-hmm. so I'll not, I'll not go over it again but I don't think this is the be all and end all for breaking I mean pe- some people including you get some of the vibes from the club that they're acting like this is their this is, is their the, last yeah, chance yeah. And good, this is their life and death but I think there's every opportunity that we could see them again but um, they're yeah I think they're, they're there on merit and I think they're going to struggle they're unlucky that it's Kelty Hearts, and we're saying Kelty, we're presuming Kelty. Yeah, um, Brora haven't Brora. I still got a say in that, but um, while we're talking about the bottom half, sorry, just before we finish, um, it's worth mentioning kudos to Cowden Meath and Albion Rovers for doing the job and Adam yeah, for just sort of sitting right, there right. somewhere. Um, but yeah, Albion Rovers, what a turnaround! Didn't see that coming. Uh, no, unbelievable no, from fair them. play, uh, good recruitment, and uh. In January, we, we backed Brecon's recruitment as well, didn't we? The likes Hutton and so on and so forth. Um, but Albion Rovers did the business. Maybe not as well-known players they managed to bring in, but they've definitely managed to strengthen. Uh, they only had three outfield players on the bench last night as well. Um, but not yeah. fair play to them, fair play to Cowden, who went relatively strong last night. You know, they had the likes of Barbs playing, Piper, Todd, Miller, Renton. So so another a good one for them to kind of round off the season. But they'll be disappointed, I think, because I think they had ambitions of pushing playoffs. Um, yeah. Worth saying as well, just with that Edinburgh City, I'd, I'd written it down, but I forgot to say it about it. The Edinburgh City team last night was 
much changed, which I think could also be at their advantage. Um, they, they played the likes of uh, Denham, Newman, uh, Dishington played, whereas on the bench, the likes of Jordan Handlin, Robin McIntyre, Ozzy C was on the bench last night. Um, so they, so maybe, they maybe had one eye, one on. eye on the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever it, whoever it was, would have been, but they would have been safe in the knowledge that you're playing one... There's, there's, there's probably like no... Who do you pick from those three? Uh, they, they had it secured, so, didn't they? So he maybe had an yeah. eye, maybe one and a half eyes on this game uh, Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that wins up the episode then. We will be back next week to preview, review, analyse the final, which will be very interesting. So we're expecting Stranard to be there and we're expecting either Edinburgh or Elgin to be there. Who knows? Clyde might surprise us all and, and, and beat Stranard, but if it is going to be them. So... Can't keep up, honestly. Unbelievable. So thank you very much for joining. As always, if you like the video, subscribe to the channel. That'd be much appreciated. Fans of any of the teams we've just spoken about, if they're the top four, let us know how you think the playoffs will go. If you're a Sterling fan, where did it all go wrong? If you're a Brecon fan, again, where did it all go wrong? And Cowden, Steny, uh, Annan, Alvinovas, etc. How do you see next season going? What do you need to do to kick yourself on and potentially push for, for playoffs? So see you next week. Thank you very much for joining. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.